1: Welcome pilots, you've tuned to the Guard Frequency. Because as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black on Jeff's birthday, you wanna keep one ear on the guard. This is episode two sixty eight of the best damn space sim podcast ever, recorded on Friday, july nineteenth, and made available for download on Tuesday, july twenty third, twenty nineteen, over at guardfrequency.com. I'm Tony. I'm Jeff the Immortal. And I'm Henry. And this week's streaming services are brought to you by the Henry Internet Initiative. Right, Tony? That's right, Henry. Remember, folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at GuardFrequency.com and Discord.GuardFrequency.com.
0: Right, Birthday Boy? Yep, you can. You can also reach us on Twitter at GuardFreak. Your feedback is an important part of what we do, so hit us up and tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at
2: feeds.guardfrequency.com or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, then you should come join us at 10.30 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency live over on
1: twitch.tv guardfreak. Do you like what we do? Want to help us make the best damn Space Sim podcast ever? You can always support the show by visiting our website, clicking on the big Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. You know, another thing you can do to help us out is to help out the poor audio editors. That's right. For only a few hours a week of hilarity and button-pushing enjoyment, you too can help the audio editors of Guard Frequency in their struggle every day to make us sound halfway competent in the creation and recording of a podcast. Won't you help? Won't you please help our poor, struggling audio editors by emailing us at squawk at GuardFrequency.com or Discord.GuardFrequency.com They'll thank you.
2: And don't forget about our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise.
1: Priority One covers all things Star Trek, from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check
0: them out at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Heroes Rise brings you up to date with the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a quivering wyvern. Head over to HeroesRisePodcast.com to discover their secrets. And the housekeeping is done, so let's get to the
1: show. What have we got in store this week, Tony? In this week's flight Deck, we bring you all the headlines from Simulated Space, including the latest news from Star Citizen, Elite Dangerous, and Rebel Galaxy Outlaw.
0: Next, we'll get to the news from the deep black with Spencer McDunn on Galactic Public Radio. After that, we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency
2: Origins, rehashing every man-versus-machine-air-combat plot ever.
0: Finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. Place up your booties, campers. It's time to head out to the flight deck. Three one seven five Port Bay, hands-on approach, trigger
1: screen, call the ball. Don't get technical with me. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims.
0: Elite hired a new community manager. Welcome to Steve PH, and Bendetti. And unless I miss my guess, there is a glass Wigian on the bridge. Star
2: Citizen Alpha 3.6 is live on the PU. And hang on to your hats, kids. No settlement agreement was reached. Shocking.
1: Rebel Galaxy Outlaw gets a release date. It's been officially announced. And as usual, I was worse than wrong. I was two weeks early. So, we have a date. It's August 13th, 2019. It's for reels. They're starting pre-orders now, so you can pay your 30 bucks to get the game now. Uh, Epic's game Store, Epic Game Store exclusive. You can only get it there for about a year, apparently. So, uh, uh, go, go spend your money over there, uh, and then you'll uh, be able to be a rebel outlaw in a galaxy. That's based on Texas, apparently. It sounds really good. I'm excited for. it. I'm
2: getting a pre order for it. I'm definitely. Are you guys going to order it this weekend?
1: I I don't. I'm. I'm gun shy about pre ordering pre ordering games from now until forever. But I will be playing the game. I think we'll probably wind up getting two copies at our house, one for me and one for my son.
0: Mm. I'm opening up my
1: Epic Game Launcher right now. Let's see. We're making a show, Jeff. You can shop on your own time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just. Uh, Well, it is your birthday, so I guess I'm going to give that to you.
2: So there was more news. We don't have a date yet. But it looks like the release of No Man's Sky VR Beyond, rather, No Man's Sky Beyond, is imminent also. Their uh, classification in uh, some uh, online listings has changed to saying includes VR support, which people are taking to mean it could drop like any oh. day. Um, okay. So that okay. happened like three days ago. Uh, super excited about it. Can't wait to start over once I have VR. starting the game from scratch.
1: Yeah, so their tags... Reflect VR, but do the, do we know if the current downloads also have that back-end stuff? Is it just a matter of them flipping the switch? I don't
2: I don't or, know. It just from what I read, and I read it in several articles, um, and I think one of them was even on Forbes. They were saying that the reclassification means that they are ready to push it, and it's uh, should it should, should show that it's imminent because they're cool. they're selling it as a VR game now. So, right. it's going to their yeah, different Yeah, It's got to happen right away. You wouldn't yeah. expect Sean Murray to release something, say it's in there and it not be there. So
0: no. Obviously, no, that no. is, you know, that's no. coming. I
2: mean, clearly, clearly, that, no, absolutely. You not. know, it would be awesome and par for the courses if they made that classification change and then VR support was added in eight months.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> yes. But I, I, I also think that based on prior articles we reported on, he has learned his lesson. Oh, and so. he's
2: doing a great job, too. I'm just giving him a, a good-natured yeah. ribbing now, because I've really enjoyed his game. We, um, we
1: do We do believe it's turned around, yes. I think that's our consensus here. Uh, so, all right, well, good. So uh, keep your eyes open uh, for that, uh, as well as the Rebel Galaxy release on August the 13th, which we will definitely be checking out uh, here at the show. So, uh, a couple of little news bits from the world of Star Citizen. Alpha 3.6 is live on the Persistent Universe. And, Jeff, you mentioned earlier that you had, you had just logged in. I don't think you had much time in it.
0: but No, I didn't have much time. I, I There was funny because I jumped in my Hornet and, and my canopy kept opening and closing all by itself. <laughs> I thought, well, sure. You know, uh, that's great. I, you know, I, I'm a little, you know, they, they went through the uh, uh, testing phase, the you know, the Ivocadi to the, you know, the higher ups and I don't I didn't even I expected a little bit more testing before it hit PU, but ah what the hell. I haven't I haven't uh, I checked out all the features. I, I I um I got that game glass thing um and that's really, all really right. that's really really cool. Um I've got this big uh Android um high end tablet um, it's from China, but I buy a lot of stuff from China. <clears throat> they make good stuff over there.
1: Um, uh, and, and spyware.
0: Yeah. What yeah. is the
2: uh, the game glass you're describing? I've heard talk of it, but I'm not sure exactly what it is. I've just seen long-time, it. Long time.
1: Yeah. Long time listeners to the show will remember that that is an external tablet uh, device that will that gives you hotkeys. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's so- it's basically an MFD or a multifunctional display and it, uh the idea is that a lot a lot of uh flight sims i i used to have a huge mfd system along with um my old f-22 um uh joystick and rudder system when i used to do a lot of flight sims um and they're just ways to uh do things on the aircraft you know arm missiles uh you know readouts for your engine performance. Uh, you know outside conditions. You can you can change display uh, uh, with a you know their finger touch that kind of stuff. So it's like it, a macro system.
2: It sounds like uh, voice uh, voice attack, but for your fingers.
0: Well, yeah, I think in conjunction with voice attack. I mean, the idea is that. Um, you might be wanting voices You might be saying one command, and your fingers are walking over to another command. Yeah, yeah, At I get it. Time. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's more macros. That's cool. Yeah,
1: think, think about it. Think about it as a giant click wheel.
0: Doesn't even remember the click wheel
1: on the Apple iPods from long ago. I never yeah, owned it's... an Apple product in my life, so I couldn't tell you. Well, it's it, it it's on, on a single screen and you can run oh, your finger the, the around. Oh, the Zoom had
0: something like that. When I had it. Oh, locked. the Zune, Zo- right, the Zoom. Yes, the I Zoom want to laugh copied, at it, but I have
1: two Zooms in my closet.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> Zoom has been awesome. turned on in.
1: Zoom awesome, weeks, but Zune, of course, being the choice of uh, intergalactic space outlaws everywhere, like Star Lord. Uh, <laughs> you know, the Zune is, is the official the official MP3 player of uh, uh, red leather wearing space aficionados everywhere. Uh, all right, so, but yeah, it's it's it, it it's uh, the the system will be useful for people who number one don't have voice attack, but it can also be it will also be uh, useful along with it. Uh, but it gives you. Uh, uh, another another way to not remember what your key binds were uh, is my silent running on my question mark key, or did I uh, bind that to the left bracket key? I don't remember which one it was. Uh, that you'll have a button that says silent running on it, and you just hit it uh, on your on your Android tablet. So that uh, that's a that's a useful thing. Um, you got that working? Oh
0: Use yeah, yeah. Three point six, very easily. Um, okay. Uh, you download it to your PC, and then you download the app on on whatever. Multi-function display that you want to use, a, a, i.e., an Android tablet or a or an uh, Android phone, and uh, you can have two of them. You can have uh, two tablets or set up um, uh, some of the screenshots. Uh, you know, they on their website they have uh, uh, their their client or customers, whatever they want to call them, uh, uh, pictures of their you know three screens and multiple displays and all these you know little. Uh, multi-functioned you know tablets around and it's like that's kind of cool because that 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 really reminds yeah. me of a flight back in the day when we're when i was really heavily into flight
1: sims. Right. so of so those boxes that have the five buttons on the top bottom left and right sides now you just have three android tablets right you know, yeah and just you can just tap it directly on the screen
2: cool so. i'm looking at pictures of it now it looks really really cool
1: and before we leave the star citizen topic just wanted to give you guys a brief update um the uh, lawyers met with uh, a magistrate judge and uh, the insurance carrier for uh, CIG and they all sat down at a table or uh, conference uh, call and they did a big kumbaya moment which turned into precisely nothing. Uh, I will quote from the minutes of the uh, settlement conference, quote, settlement conference held, a settlement agreement is not reached, end quote. So that's probably about as long as the conference call lasted, I imagined, uh, and so they're going to keep on uh, headed for discovery and trial and all those other good things, which I'm sure will take, you know, just just a couple more minutes to get sorted out. So uh, we'll you know, keep an eye on that for you and let you know if anything else uh, comes of it. But in the meantime, we also have uh, some, some non-settlement uh, things happening with Elite Dangerous. Well, let's start with the, with the easy stuff first. There's a new guy at the community manager spot. Welcome, Stephen Steven Benedetti. Now I'm going to go and say it like this: a Steven a Benedetti, okay? Like Benedetti. That's a very nice Italian name. It's a great name. The guy has one of the thickest Glaswegian accents that I've heard in a long time. And I used to host a podcast with Mark from Glasgow on Priority One, and so I I know me I know me a Glasgow accent <laughs> when I hear it, and and uh, it's it's. He's, he's, he's representing, seriously. So, welcome aboard, Stephen. What, what, wait, and, uh, wait I'm,
0: I'm a little confused. You said his name was Benedetti. They said Benedetti, yeah. Ben-a-Daddy. That's my pronunciation. But, That's my pronunciation. Like, a, like an Italian, Benedetti, uh, right? Benedetti
1: is a great what Italian What the heck name. is he
0: doing with a Glasgow accent then?
1: He, no, I am I think he, I don't, I mean, I, we're just getting to know the fellow, and I, I can't, I won't confess to have watched all the entire videos, but the little clips that I have seen, it, this the the, the gentleman uh, clearly has, a, has, has a, a, glass, a Glasgow background, so hmm. yeah, it's uh, it, it's it. I can lock onto it pretty quickly because, like I said, I used to work with with Mark over Priority One. He used to uh, host the show uh, with me and Elijah, uh, so uh, I, I can lock onto it pretty quick. But I can see where some people might have a, a touch a of, bit of difficulty uh, with with uh, with the accent, but I'm sure that as he as it goes on it'll it'll uh, it'll improve but uh he seems that like he's he's getting into the game he seems like he's having a good time uh learning the ropes a little bit uh so welcome aboard and uh looking forward to seeing more of him on their live streams and such
0: and <clears throat> wait for, uh, you, are you telling me that that to make to get elite to hire me i don't have i i should know nothing about the game get hired by elite and then jump into the game and play it
1: Yes. Also, move to England uh, would also okay. be probably a thing well, you should hey, do. Well. I,
0: I'm happy probably. to move to England, man. I'm telling you, I, I, after this I, week I, in, I, the, th- in the real world news, man, I, I'm ready to go.
1: Just, just have to worry about that whole Brexit thing that may or may not happen by Halloween. So just keep just keep 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 a weather eye on that. Keep keep a weather. eye on yeah,
0: yeah, Brexit ain't gonna happen.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but moving on to something a little less complicated than Brexit, but still a little strange. Uh, we did have uh, some, some uh, uh, the return of the Thargoids a little bit. Uh, we're covering it in GPR, so I didn't cover it as part of the headlines, but Henry pointed out we should probably talk about this a little bit, and I think we should. Um, the, the, this is the first time an engineering base has been disrupted, right, Henry? Yeah, and the engineer actually left on a
2: megaship, right. so there are uh, there's a new environment to go to to defend his megaship, Which is great, because I missed that from the Gnosis uh, trip. Um, So that's back where you're defending the megaships. There were some problems with getting that to spawn. I haven't heard if that's been cleared yet. I'm too far away to go and check myself. I'm uh, I'm hoping to get back soon. Um, Yeah,
1: I I don't know if it's a... See, uh, me and uh, 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 Baxter, who has contributed to our Elite uh, stuff before, and uh, just another random pilot... Uh, Oh, and Wehrchul. Wehrchul went out there, too. But it was me and Baxter and this other random pilot were flying around uh, the Carson Spring megaship for quite a bit, waiting for something to happen. Uh, Wehrchul was out there, but he had uh, got some damage, and so he went to the station to repair. Um, But we were out there, and it didn't spawn until you scan the ship, and then you start scanning some of the uh, subcomponents. Ah, so you trigger it. Yeah, I, th- I think that there's been, uh, I don't know whether it's a lack of communication or they want the players to make this uh, connection as a discovery, like, oh, this is how you do it. Or if it's you scan one particular component or if that the component you need to scan changes some sort of random or by some pattern, I-, I think there hasn't been enough either disclosure or discovery of the mechanic to make the spawn happen. Um uh, so, but we flew, I, you know, I just I flew around the thing for probably 20, 30 minutes, uh, just kind of you know, chatting with people and uh, taking a look at the different subcomponents and everything. So, but we finally got one to spawn and then it uh, handed our butts to us because hmm. we got the big one. We got the big one with all the spikies. Hmm. Uh, I forget which one this is the Medusa one. Yeah. So, there was uh, me and my Anaconda, which is fairly tricked out for AX, uh, and then two crates. Um, one of them is not fully engineered. One of them was pretty well engineered, and he and he he lasted, I think, longer than I did, uh, the other commander. Um, but, yeah, I, my Anaconda's not fast enough to keep up with the swarm, and, yeah, it was not a good time. Not a good time. So I got blowed up real good by the Medusa. Uh, but, yeah, m- better luck to me next time, hopefully.
2: Uh, I'm interested in the scenario near the ground base also. I've seen video of a ground base under attack and commanders defending... I don't know that there's an actual objective there, but you can fight the scouts that are attacking this base, um, the engineer's base. So there's like there's a ah. couple of different environments you can go and goof off in out there and play in um, that's going to be worth checking out. So it'll be interesting for me to see how the story develops, too, because it seems like they're if they're not making big changes to the game over the next several months, um, pulling back all the Thargoids seems like a bigger change than I would have expected. And I wonder where they're going with this, because obviously there's some kind of narrative to move forward now,
1: right? And but and again, but the way they're accomplishing this is that Carson's spring is essentially the scenarios that you will find in any system uh, surrounding a megaship. Right? right? But you've got it's still yeah, story it's content mechanic.
2: that's coming out during right. the break.
1: They're, they're, they are they are moving the story through these through these small uh, vignettes, basically. Um, and the the I, well, I don't know that we've had. Is if it is it scouts attacking Palin's base? I saw scouts. Yeah, that might actually be new. That might actually be a new yeah, thing. Little I don't think tiny I've never scouts. Seen sc- scouts attacking. Well, I say them. little tiny. tiny they're versus... big ships, but they're they're the yeah. small stargoids. Yeah, star I mean, they're, yeah they're the the, the small stargoids you're going to find. But yeah, I don't think I've ever seen them attacking a planetary installation. I know the the flower ones. You can get involved in a couple of scenarios where they come in and uh, bomb installations. But I haven't ever seen the little ones do it, so that that could be new. Uh, Yeah, but they can turn that stuff on and off, though, right? They can say that these scenarios will load or won't load, or Thargoids will be attacking stations in the bubble or not, just on or off. Uh, So, but it'll be interesting how they how they excuse or explain turning this one off uh, at some point, probably next Tuesday or so, because I think that's Thursday, right? uh,
2: Thursday it would well I think
1: tick. yeah something like that I, there I think the community the community or sorry the interstellar initiatives I think are not running on strict week to week lines anymore I think the last thing was 10 days mm-hmm. the last community goal was 10 days so and this may be something that they're doing to sort of divorce themselves from having to do a server update every time they want to change something like that so yeah, maybe the and we might be seeing something along the lines of uh, you know, a hot fix or a hot swap. Uh, where they can activate something without having to bring the server down. So, uh, anyway, interesting mechanical stuff going on in the background. Uh, we'll see where the story goes shortly uh, after, well, sometime next week. I got nothing else. You guys got anything else you want to talk about? Oh, we want to talk about we Top Gun? We did
2: want to mention Top Gun. Who's excited for that? We
1: did want to mention Top Gun. I think I think we should probably say that. Uh, I tried to allude to it a little bit in the, um, in the intro, but uh, uh, so... Uh, Top Gun Maverick, which is the name of the movie, will be out 2020-ish. Oh my gosh, please and
2: tell me that's going to spawn a flight sim. Please tell me we get a Top Gun flight sim. Be so no, great. no. Come on. It's, it's, the it's, first it's, flight, flight it's sim ever on a on like a console was Top Gun for the Nintendo, which was garbage. They need to take a shot at redeeming themselves. Please give me a very good VR flight sim.
1: I, I, I would not hold my breath if I were you, uh, Henry. I'm sorry to say, because The uh, the the realism. Let me let me back that up just a little bit. The quasi realism that was kind of a feature in Top Gun. It wasn't real. I mean, it was a lot of the a lot of those sort of it was pretty summer blockbuster action movie type stuff in there. But they tried to tie it a lot to the mission and performance and reality of an F-14 versus smaller and more nimble. Uh, uh adversaries in the air like the A4 and the uh, uh practice scenarios or the quote MiG 28 uh which was i think supposed to be a stand in for like uh MiG 21s uh in the in the real world you know i mean they tried to tie to to reality here this one as far as i can tell is kind of divorced from reality and that it's uh Tom Cruise's character has served for over 30 years and has topped out in an 06, or a captain, which, in the modern Navy, it's up or out. I mean, if you don't get promoted, you get retired. So, he should know. Can,
0: can you pull that stick with arthritis? I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not necessarily accurate. Oh? No. If, if, if you have a certain specialization... Sure, um, if you're a nuclear physicist. What if you're just right. maverick, though? Your specialization <laughs> is maverick. It, but if you're if you're the top trainer or or the top eighth or the top pilot, they may not want to kick you out. No,
1: but the, even in the even in the voiceover, he's like, "Oh, you're reacting is bad. You're just always making the troubles." That's just one
0: ad, one stinky little rear admiral growing. You know, the guy only had two stars. I mean, he's not even a four star admiral. I mean, yeah, come and really on. I mean,
2: uh, let's let's look at it this way. Nobody nobody thinks this would spawn some great in-depth simulator. What I would expect is an awesome flight arcade style thing. I wouldn't even expect, yeah, you know what I mean might- and that would be awesome because I I love Top Gun.
0: Oh, come on. You remember back you remember Top Gun back in the in the arcade, you know, you'd sit on this Sitting in the little, the big one at yeah the arcade game with the yeah, with the they'll,
1: oh yeah, they'll make forty of them and they'll ship them to the Dave and Buster's, you know, around around the country, and that'll be it. I mean, if you want to go play this game, you're gonna you have to go some I'd do be it.
2: willing to bet they mar they have some kind of Top Gun video game coming out. I guarantee it. I will bet you anything on that one, Tony. I'll bet you um, it comes out before Star Citizen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no bet. I bet. Actually, you know, what might be a better bet, what might be a better bet is do we see uh, Star Citizen, quote, beta, you know, persistence, uh, you know, mul- a minimum viable product before the film gets released? Cause That's Because this, this, this smells yeah. like sort of it's like this smells like, you know, summer blockbuster. I mean, this sounds like something they, they put out in June or, or something like that or July. Uh, 2020 that's what I that's what probably the calendar is supposed to be for that and I wonder if we see star citizen before before that so that would be a good that would be a good uh, uh, question or bet so uh, well you know, well let's see but uh anyway so uh, we'll rest assured that we will be mining the new top Gun movie and trailers thereof for uh, need for speed like quotes uh, the one that I saw the one that I saw was just just so barf, but, you know, so Top Gun was, what a life's mystery, sir. Where well, are you still a captain in the Navy yeah. there, Maverick? Says, what a life's mystery, sir. No, it's not. It's the freaking plot hole in the movie you cover up with a stupid line. Tony is
2: gonna be in the theater with a little yellow legal pad and a pen just going, oh, that's a good one. I'm writing yes. that one down. That's a
1: good one. I'm using that one. Scribbling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that he was on his way out, and then he was old and said and and Maverick just, you know, is turning, and he looks back and goes, but not
1: today. Not today, can't not today.
2: <laughs> Ed Harris actually looks really old in that movie. That preview does not Ed make Harris him look good. Like so yeah, like, that's
0: a guy that looks like he should be. Yeah, you know what? He, I want to yes. see the
2: movie where Ed Harris is like,
0: I just want to get in the plane
2: one more time. <laughs> me that would me <laughs> Awesome. But he looks so What's... like he looks kind of frail actually. Like he looks yeah, old. What,
1: when, what year was Apollo 13? What year did Apollo 13 come out? Ron Howard's movie? That was, that was a 1999? great movie. Oh, that was it was a good movie. That was, that was 90 90- something.
0: 92? 90.
1: Uh, yeah, but I mean even in that movie Ed Harris played the mission control Genius. guy who was pro- who would, you know, he had just given up the stick, right? You know, he would he he's, he was a guy that just was new to his role in the in the in the background you know or on the on the on the floor so i mean that was 20 years ago that ed harris was moving into the whole behind the desk situation now it's 20 years later and he's maybe got a bigger desk and he's got a he's got a Uh, a loose cannon on the other side. Maverick, what do you think you're doing out there? Uh, Yeah,
0: but he's only two stars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Tom
2: Cruise should have been asking him, why are you only two stars, guy? You're 185 years old right now. (laughs) You can't get a third star in 185 years?
0: What are you still doing in the Navy? You should have been retired retired when they did the Missouri when they retired the Missouri
2: (laughs) you went out with the battleships I want to see the bad lip reading of that that's what I want to see the scene where Ed Harris is telling Tom Cruise I need you to change me
0: (laughs) 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 Tom Cruise will go it's
2: one of life's (laughs) mysteries (laughs) sir
1: yeah 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 I need you to change me not today sir (laughs) you don't need to bad lip read that You can just say not today sir (laughs) All right. Well, now that we're caught up on space sim news, let's get caught up on space news with Galactic Public Radio.
0: Good evening. From Galactic Public Radio, on N.C., I'm Spencer McDunn, and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. The Federal Times is reporting massive raids against the Red Family Cartel. For the latest, we go to Smooth Furnace on Mars High Orbital in the Sol System. Thanks, Spencer.
1: FIA Executive Agent Viola Trask announced the successful conclusion of a series of raids designed to dismantle the Red Family Cartel. Agent Trask emphasized that this remarkable achievement was made possible, not by traditional police work, but by, quote, the detailed information volunteered by Jan Sandoval, one of the Red Family's founders, end quote. Federal journalism outlets are praising the FIA's effectiveness, with the Times stating, quote, Dozens of cartel members were killed in combat and thousands more arrested, while vast amounts of illegal substances were seized, end quote. Additionally, members of the Federal Congress are discussing an increase in security funding for the FIA, citing their role in removing this blight on federal society. While most commentators are anticipating the arrest of cartel leader Oberon Church any day now, GPR has heard from three separate law enforcement sources who believe that Church is, quote, in the wind, end quote. The difficulty, according to sources which desired to remain anonymous, is the complex web of loyalties and obligations among the various color mobs throughout the bubble. While each family cartel is more or less separated by their red or purple or black moniker, overlaps in territory and customer bases offer opportunities for both competition and cooperation. One source told GPR, quote, While I'm sure the purple bosses are happy to snap up some red turf, it wouldn't surprise me to find out that somebody gives Church a leg up or a way out. He's got connections that I'm sure even Sandoval didn't know about, and the other families won't want those resources to go to waste. End quote. Is the Red family bleeding out, or will the rest of the Rainbow families ensure that the sun will rise again for them? From the Soul System, for Galactic Public Radio, I'm
0: Smooth Furnace. Thanks, Smooth. Professor Palin, the primary proprietor of propulsion products in the Pleiades, has been forced to abandon his research station in the Maya system. Aegis Research Chief Scientist Professor Alba Tesro told the media, quote, The Thorgoid forces that recently withdrew from the core system have resurfaced in the Pleiades Nebula following a brief disappearance. I believe they are seeking to reassert themselves in their original nexus. End quote. Palin's research into the nature of the Thargoid relics was instrumental in locating the focal point of their signals, the Coal 70 Sector. Aegis leadership determined that the loss of research time was an acceptable trade-off against the risk of Palin's work falling into Thargoid's, um, hands. Unfortunately, the megaship tasked with the evacuation has been attacked by Thargoid ships. All available independent pilots are asked to rendezvous with the Sanchez-class vessel Carson Spring in Maya for escort and repair duty. Finally, in local news, Guard Frequency Response is monitoring the situation on planetary station Salaam Enterprise. Associate Director Richard Clemens told GPR, quote, the conservatives of Tiliola have used reportedly violent and underhanded tactics in taking the station from independent Bedeho labor faction. While GPR believes that IBL's management practices have been subpar lately, it has absolutely condemns the use of violent measures to change management of any starport. Be assured that whatever unlawful means were used to gain control of Salam. Those tactics will not spread to the rest of the system, end quote. Until the next turn of the world, for Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDunn. Good night.
2: Tires
1: and light the fires, Big Daddy. All right, so uh, so she's she's she stomps out after the guys that she has. She takes the other four in tow. She says, she says "Colonel, I'm going to try to get the coordinated uh, defenses coordinated manually. The computer inside smashed." We're gonna to have to try to uh, establish contact with each of the defense stations and try to coordinate their sensors uh, by remote. And she says, he says, "Fine, fine, just do it, just do it." And so they take off. Rexford, what are you doing? Um, just standing here, making sure that none of the okay. guards get trigger happy on any of my uh, colleagues. Um, make sure Valis is good, and just kind of waiting to hear what Valis says next. Go ahead and roll an insight check for okay. me. Eleven, natural ten. Natural ten. All right. So you've been around the block a few times with the whole army thing. The colonel is wounded but coherent. The sergeant is in charge. You have no. You you're you're. Uh, despite the fact that the computer's been crippled, you're you're happy with the discipline here. Uh, you know the the four clueless guys are now being bossed around, and that's what you want clueless guys to be doing. Yep. Be bossed around. So uh, set your mind at ease about uh, about. Uh, the, the the immediate safety of your team from any federal threats. It's maybe more outside the walls now that everyone ought to be worried about. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, Henry, let me get back to you, and uh, you were interested in maybe trying to hook up some computers, a different computer, to see if you get it Yeah, you run. said the room was full of uh, computers,
2: but only one good one. Uh, maybe I can right. scavenge some parts, put together something to get the defenses running. Um, so but I'd like to ask a quick check. question if I can oh. about the situation. Yeah. Um, so we were all getting ready to evacuate this spot right everybody was going to head right. out and now all of a sudden mm-hmm. we're getting raided so they're going to blow up this place but we're heading out anyway does it not make more sense mm-hmm. to make a break for the Corvette that's standing by and have active defenses on that and take anybody that's important with us which is everybody there that's considering great... there's four guys one wounded dude and Valis
1: there, that's a great question so I'd like to be screaming this while I'm working
2: on the computer and does anybody want to answer maybe Valis can hear me while I'm working on the computer
1: uh, Vallis can hear you and, and say until we know who's attacking us and what they want I don't know if making a break for the Corvette over semi-open ground uh, in our little SRVs is a really good idea. I don't know where those people are or what they're armed with or how close they are. Get some your, answers and the colonel's boss. like, get so some <laughs> I know what they want. They want that semi-sapient computer in the building over there and when you say that, the colonel looks at you and goes He's like starts scrambling for for his auto pistol, which has fallen out. <laughs> he's like, he, he is displeased to hear the words semi sapient AI uh, computer." I, I I, I knocked the gun away. Yeah, yeah Well, it's like it, fell, it when he got shot. It like fell out. It's like, it's he's trying to get it, but he's yeah. It's just and the drugs are with him. This is he, he was panicking. Calm down, buddy. You're uh, gonna bleed out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she looks down at him and goes. Valus uh, looks down at uh, and goes so much for classification uh, and he's, he's he's very unhappy to hear that sort of thing uh, Henry uh, roll a computer check for me 12 12 um, so you you take an inventory of what's going on around of what you've got around here and nothing has the kind of computing power that you're gonna need to run multiple defense emplacements multiple coordinated sensors that are supposed to intercept uh, airborne vehicles and, and coordinate anti-personnel fire. There's nothing here with that kind of horsepower. That, that thing I was think
2: it. the most important thing would be trying to get any kind of sensor data. Is there any way I can get some of that? Valis wants to know what's coming, and if I can at least tell her that, she can make a decision about staying or going.
1: So if you want to, with a roll of a 12, uh, you figure you might be able to uh, get a raw feed into your hand comm, but it's going to be sketchy at best. Go ahead and, and roll me a repair check. Let's see how sketchy it turns out to be. Pretty damn bad. Karma with point? With a natural one, I'll let you take a karma point if you want to reroll that all natural right. one. So I'm down to 10 of those and
2: repair. 11.
1: Uh, all right. With 11, you are able to get a sort of fuzzy picture up and you see that there are... You see four contacts. Uh, four, four contacts with the distributed sensors around. Uh, you're able to figure out that they're tracking four contacts and they're approaching. You've got roughly four minutes before they're within any kind of reasonable weapons range for most spaceships.
2: So uh, do I have a a heading and where is that? Which direction is that in comparison to our ship? Uh, Constant bearing, decreasing range. And the bearing in the direction of our ship or opposite our ship? Are they between us and our ship? They're up. They're up. like coming. Okay, so I'm going to tell Valis that. They're coming straight here. I don't know how long it'll take us to get back to our ship, but they're coming straight down for contacts.
1: Um, so you say those things out loud. Uh, Rexford, I want you to roll a tactics. You got it, boss. Ten. Uh, with a roll of a ten, uh, you are able to sort of tell everybody that it's gonna take, uh, that you're about two to three clicks away and over the kind of terrain that you came through and the vehicles that you're in, it's gonna take anywhere from, uh, roughly four minutes if you take a straight shot, you just go as straight as possible and pedal to the metal. Don't bother with any kind of tactics or anything, just straight run. Uh, it could take you, up, you know, up to 10 minutes if you're trying to, you know, be a little tactical about it. So it's going to take a little while to cover that ground once you once you leave the walls. We're sure that these are ships coming in and not just kinetic missiles, right? Not entirely. Sh- well, ask, ask Henry. I, I say that a lot. I'm not able yeah. to tell.
2: Am I? Am I able to look at something right. and tell?
1: It, you're you're basically plug in like it's you like know I millions see and millions of credits. I mean we know what the sensors yeah, are like
2: in Elite Dangerous it's a noise. <laughs> it's basically going <laughs> Yeah and I look at that and go, yeah. Four contacts coming straight down. That's
1: Elite Dangerous. Yeah. That, that, at the moment that's the best he can do because the really expensive computer that was hooked up to it has been trashed. Ken Shadow, why don't you roll a insight check for me?
2: You're going to tell me. I already know what you're going to tell me. You're going to tell me plug in the Semi-Sapia computer into the, the, the sensor network. With a roll of
1: nine. That's exactly That's exactly what you think of at that very moment.
2: Do we want to plug HAL 9000 into the sensor network? Let's see if he tells us anything. Do uh, we plug him into the sensor network and not the weapons? I think those things are illegal and we should put a grenade under it before we leave.
0: I got grenades.
2: Because plugging it into anything is
1: just... I mean, we really just need to ditch it and go. From from the ground, Mandan says, you blow the thing up, I'll put a bullet in you myself. I'll have every soldier in this place open on you and you'll never leave here alive.
2: Yeah, L, man, why would you even say that thing's worth a lot of money in the black market? Because it's illegal. We're not supposed to have
1: those. And with that, they're dangerous. You see see the colonel's blood pressure rise again. Ah, It's not healthy healthy for him. It's not healthy for him for you to talk like that. Chill out a little bit. All right, so the question to the group is, y'all want to try to plug this guy in? Are we going to
2: enable Skynet or are we going to run for the hills?
1: It's an existential question. I grenades and
2: run for the hills. Okay, buddy, what's on your mind? We're all friendlies, so let's just be friendly.
1: Some say he's a lumberjack who got dressed up to go to a short race, and that the whole thing was a bit of a drag. But all we know is he's called the Shiv and he'll put together this week's feedback.
0: And a recap of last week's community question, and and no more quotes from Monty Python. Are the Thargoids gone for good, or are they just waiting for the end of the Interstellar initiative? And are you buying your CitizenCon tickets? Ken from
2: Chicago writes, Thargoids are waiting. Nope, I can't afford CitizenCon tickets, or the trip, or to take time off for said trip. Sigh. And I like this next part of the feedback. I totally support Tony's soapbox rant, right down to the nano transactions. Sorry, Tony. Hashtag Henry was right. Did I say that okay? Should I read that again, Tony? Yeah, sure, that's fine. Henry, hashtag Henry was right. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Henry was Once right. Once again, Henry's edit correction of the Pico transaction stands out and is less likely to be confused with micro transactions. Otherwise, hashtag Tony was right. I think I got that what? last part. Wait, wait, wait. Read that again. I think it says we're both right. But I, when oh. I read it, I feel like I'm righter than Tony is in the statement that he's making. <laughs> also, I love Team GF's suggestions for Elite Dangerous' fleet carriers being more than cosmic car carrier, but to have events happen along the way, refueling, breakdowns, interdictions, and combat. No, Jeff's not a PC snob. He's just stating PC superiority. Hashtag <laughs> Jeff was right.
0: I got the last up hashtag. emoji. Yeah,
1: yeah, you got the last hashtag. Yeah, and you're right. PC superiority, absolutely. Sean Newboy writes in and says, "Wonderful show, everyone. Voice control sounds nice, but I have flashbacks to a PC game that at one time came with a special microphone. I forget the name of the game, but you said fire to fire weapon. It was a space flight sim. Of course, I'm being generous, calling it voice controls. Any loud noise on the mic worked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
0: just, oh, it was I- just looking
1: for a blue squiggle." I was just looking for a, a strong enough blue squiggle to do something. Don't yeah, sneeze
0: I, while docking or you will shoot the, the base. I'm trying to remember. what I know the game he's talking about. I'm trying to remember the name of it now.
1: Well, uh, in any event, it's not that anymore. Yes. I mean, it does do no, voice recognition.
0: It is definitely not that anymore. It is better tech. It's very, very <laughs> sophisticated. I think you'd enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you've heard Jeff, I'm sure, in some of the outtakes or in the live show. Uh, like shouting at his voice attack, hey, Verity, do this, do that. And sometimes the machine just doesn't do anything. Right. And just making loud noises. I mean, loud noises. And and, and the computer doesn't do anything. So uh, we've, we've moved past that, Sean Newboy. You're safe in dealing with voice attack.
0: Acrobo writes in and says, I had not heard before about the actors in the HCS voice packs. Might have to actually try out voice attack. Now if they can get Jen Taylor, the voice of Cortana, I'll be throwing... Sorry, Cortana, you can go back to sleep. Um, now, if they get Jen Taylor, the voice of Cortana, no, no put her back to sleep. you <laughs> did it again. I'll be throwing the money at the screen.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I guess he'll have to reach out uh, and and uh, and see if he can get that that uh, voice talent. Peter Watherspoon
2: writes in, "Thank you for another thought-provoking show. I wasn't aware that you were also keen on HCS voice packs." Paul Watson had a stack of scratch cards at Lavecon. You might like to ask if he has any left over. I spent ages talking to Adam Bork-White, also at Lavecon, and I'm ashamed to say that the one thing I didn't think to ask him about was fleet carriers. We'll have to wait and see. Regarding the new virtual currency ARCS, I got the lowdown on what ARCS stands for, and about how long it took to choose that name for the currency. Having spoken to several FDEV people on the subject, I'm very sure that Tony is wrong on this one. ARCs will be used solely for cosmetic and other purposes that do not affect gameplay. FDEF seems to have a very strict policy that the only pay-to-win in their games is the purchase of the game itself. By the way, Sandy Samarco put in an unscheduled appearance at LAVECON with his 10-gallon hat and his stripy space loach. LAVECON is a great place to get to meet the people behind the game and get a little bit of background on what's coming up although the FDev people were very careful to say everything in ways that could not be directly quoted. What are the Thargoids up to? I wonder if we are now going to have a proper battle zone with the Witchhead Nebula, a place where you can expect to be pulled into combat by the Thargoids. Go there at your peril. The current phase of the Interstellar Initiative finishes on a Monday evening. I strongly suspect that something interesting may happen in Tuesday the 23rd. I didn't put any hashtags into the above in case Jeff had to read it. So here they are all now. And actually, I'm going to hand this part off to Jeff if you want to finish this feedback. You are such a professional, Jeff. Thank you. That was well done. Well done. That was
1: well done, reading of the hashtags. No, a lot of good feedback yeah. there. I, it's interesting. He, say, he says, I got the lowdown on what ARCS stands for, but then doesn't tell us what it stands for. Yeah, what's up, guy? So now, yeah. <laughs> so now what we get to do is we get to guess what it means. So I I'm, I think that the X is exchange. That's what I think. Probably. You just take off the E. So I'm going to say exchange, and AR. I'm going to say it has. So it since it's all cosmetic stuff. Uh, I'm going to say augmented reality exchange. That's brilliant. That's pretty good. I'm, that's what I'm going with. I'm going. With, anybody else have any guesses? I'm going to
2: say they won't use that because that would mean they can only use it for like cosmetic stuff. That would like lo- I think lock that in, and I don't think that's a business thing any game would mm. do.
1: That eh, could be. That could be. Uh, and then, uh, uh, and then on how Tony is wrong on this one, I would genuinely like to be wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I would like my cynic, my cynicism to be proven incorrect in this case. And there's a lot of good evidence that it's going to be. Again, Frontier's track record on the subject. So, um, if it stays within their current philosophy of buy the game, play the game to win, that'll be good. Um, uh, and I, I, hopefully that's the as we discussed earlier, having moving it more to a gift card type uh, structure, which will let them sell larger amounts of it at a single sh- uh, sh- uh, stroke, and that will reduce transaction fees. Makes that alone makes a lot of sense business wise, but the temptation is so strong so strong especially if you can do tiny little transactions to give people little 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 bitty power boost, just, just a little bit just, just like a, like a small amount of cocaine just a little bit of crack just a little just just a taste just a little you think after the uh the
2: community goal weapons we got that didn't gimbal and didn't track you could pay to add tracers cuz that's cosmetic <laughs> yeah i mean it's cosmetic
1: the, yeah that's the kind <laughs> yeah exactly i mean that's the kind of thing that if you if you lock everybody into a gift card environment and you pay 15 bucks or whatever to get the gift card, all of a sudden you have 150,000 ARCs, right? And so paying 300 ARCs for tracers or 800 ARCs to add gimbal... Per gun. ...tracking. Yeah. See, that's that's the kind of thing where I'm saying, you know, nano or Pico transactions, however you want to determine, however you want to call
2: it. Or you could go to, like, the Star Trek Online model where you pay that per gun, then you also have to pay with a bunch of ground-out supplies that you had or buy those supplies... In a pack of random things, yeah, yeah, we've already More got that with ways engineering to materials. nickel and dime. We'll see. I don't well, think they'll do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Again, the, you know, the, for longtime listeners uh, of either this show or Priority One, you know, there's time-based currency, which in the Star Trek Online is dilithium. You can only get it by doing certain time-sensitive uh, events. It takes 20 minutes to do a, a, a raid run of this type of thing, or it takes 40 minutes to go through a, an episode. Of story content, whatever. That's not the only Time-based way to currency. get it. Well, but it's that's like that's like the main way. Because t- uh, they, that's they, not they had-
2: their that's not their main way. That might be the way main way players get it. The main way the company wants you to get it is to buy points and exchange them for that dilithium.
1: No, no. The only way dilithium comes into existence in the game universe is by players playing content. Oh, the true. The server yeah. doles that out. That, that's the only way dilithium actually comes into uh, into existence. Then there's the cash currency. Which is the Zen, which you pay money for, and then you get a certain amount of Zen, and that Zen can be exchanged for that lithium on the auction, right? And then there's the energy credits, which are the throwaway cash, the throwaway in-game money, which is what you know you get uh, for doing bounties in elite dangerous or whatever. So those are the three main types. Then there's the entirely different genre, the reputation type marks. Don't even get me started. You know, the tokens. <laughs> yeah, I mean so. That, that management of that currency web is the is how companies incentivize gameplay and also eventually make money on the game. And so how you set that web up, I think, uh, dictates how your gameplay flows. Elite Dangerous has gone a, uh, uh, followed the sort of very strict cash-for-cosmetics-only model. But I think that with the introduction of the new 2020 update, They're going to spread that web out a little bit. How that exactly uh, shapes out, we have yet to see, but the ARX is clearly the first step of that. Alec Turner writes in and says, Just heard the buckyball shout-out. Nice one. Thanks, chaps. He said chaps because he's from England. Re the new elite currency, is it just me? ARX? Plex? Seriously? I just don't get why they chose a name that has Eve connections. Anywho, as for Tony's pay-to-win speculation, as well as FD's spotless reputation in that area, they've also explicitly said it won't be pay-to-win on several occasions, so I feel like going anywhere down that slope would be incredibly damaging to their reputation. They must know that. And also, they seem to be terrified of anything like that, i.e. auction houses or any form of in-game credit, material, or module exchange. I just don't see it. They did it so that they could move the store in-game and unify the stuff with consoles. And yeah, cutting down on the small store transaction fees must be a nice sweetener, too. Hashtag, Tony's too cynical. Hashtag, Alec is too naive. Somewhere between those two hashtags lies the truth, I think. Uh, But yeah, and they do... Yeah, and it has... It has... I don't know, it's not... Bollard's the wrong word. It has struck me at how well or how tightly down... Frontier has uh, locked player-to-player exchange. I mean, there is no player-to-player exchange possible unless you physically fly out of a station and drop cargo that somebody else picks up.
2: Yeah, and you would think there'd be a way to tip somebody or something like that when they encourage things like the fuel rats.
1: But again, yeah, I mean, you know. But again, that's another another genre of going out into space and dropping something. You shoot a fuel limpet over to somebody else. Yes, but you if know, you could
2: pay for it with a thanks, man, here's a transaction through my comms
1: terminal, that would be very cool. See that if there if that had been too easy, that might have killed the fuel rats in the cradle, because it, there would have been an expectation almost that you would have gotten a tip, right? Because if it if it's too easy to send somebody a hundred credits then it would be like, well, why aren't you doing that, man? You know, just give somebody 100 credits. It's just, you know, nice. But that might have turned some people off for some reason. I don't know. But it just seems to me that this it is almost a feature of their design that they're going to lock down those exchanges as much as possible between players. Yeah, you know, No auction store, no credit transfers, all that stuff, yeah. I feel like we should be able to
2: exchange materials, too. I don't see why we can't just exchange everything. Elite is so open, and they want us to interact so much. They should let somebody be like, "Here's all of my shield
1: data, and let you exchange these things." But it's time currency, though. It's those, it's those markers. It's those tokens. It's proof that you've played the game and put the hours in. I guess. Yeah,
2: my paint job chipping away is proof of hours.
1: <laughs> that's that's cosmetic only, Henry. That's cosmetic only.
2: Yeah, it's it's a really cool feature though. You don't need to fly for like two hours to get your paint job down in super cruise. It takes a lot of time. I always repaint
1: my ship after every docking.
2: I never repaint the ship. I when I come back I in, I'm so repaint. rusty when I come from a long trip. I hate it when I'm way out there and I get blown up and my
1: ship's all pretty again. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you gotta, they got you gotta look good. You gotta look good out there in the deep black where no one can see you. It's important. I guess.
0: First I have a question from Weirchill in the in the Twitter or on the Twitch. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, it says it looks like Tony got a new joystick since I last watched X fifty two Pro.
1: Oh no, I've had this one for a while. Okay, uh, this one, this one, yeah, I've had it for several years. No, the X, yes, I've had the X fifty two Pro. Geez, this is probably this might be this might be four years old now. Hmm. Um, a lot of people have had trouble with these and have complained about their lack of durability, but I've I've used this one for hours and it's been it's been a good uh, it's been a good setup for me. I enjoyed
0: it. Okay, well, just like to answer questions from the from the sure, chat. yeah. No problem. Uh, Rebel writes in and says, show feedback. Great show. I'm not ready to scream pay to win on FDEV moving to their own coins for sales. Given most credit card merchant accounts charge a minimum of 20 pence plus 3% per transaction, it means processing a lot of actual microtransactions cost a fortune. If they can take a 20-pound transaction of you they get hit with one charge and i can break that down to as many transactions as they want after that that costs them nothing they also get to keep the unspent credits it can work for good and it can be a slippery slope into abusive misery and oddly both can be seen in a world of warships with the doubloons where you get a lot of customizations etc but then they start nickel and diamond you for things like speeding up captain retraining or if you want to remove upgrades from the ships you're selling you have to spend real money or you lose the upgrades and you will have to buy the upgrades for the new ship with the in-game cash. And also things like using real money for consumables quotes around that consumables like better camouflage etc which is a rapid slope to pay to win. Also happy birthday uh, sire sire Salute, Ot 7 aught 7 aught 7 Three saluty faces in a row. Yep. So,
1: no, it's he's, he's excellent point. I mean, yeah, that's you. it can be the slippery slope to, uh, just like I said, a web of different currencies that you have to combine a bunch of them in order to unlock things or to uh, reattach or deattach things, however you want to put it. I, I don't think... I don't want to think that they are going to do this. I really don't. And but I think that once the ground if it is going to be the ground game as has been leaked, if that is in fact what their their goal is for 2020, it's going to be hard to ignore the temptation or the even the business reality that those types of games lend themselves to cooldown mechanics and, you know, nano transactions.
2: I think I figured um, it
1: out, Tony. What's that? The ground game includes
2: limited oxygen supply, and you pay arcs to refill your tank as you
1: explore. Oh my God! So it's like every it's like total fifteen recall. seconds
2: you give them a nickel.
1: That's right. <laughs> That's right. You gotta put another nickel in the machine. They got a little slot. They got a little slot on your arm. You just gotta you gotta dig another nickel out of your pocket and put it in. In game lore,
2: we have machines that actually very much turn nickel into oxygen. Right. It's <laughs> yet to keep a supply
1: of nickel nickels That's awesome uh, to, to put in there. That's right. Let's do it. Uh, good call.
2: Warchil writes in, Thanks for the show. Needs more RPG. During the discussion of the moon landing, Jeff lets slip that he turned eight the day before the landing. At first, I thought that must have been a mistake, but then I realized that the Immortals' life is best represented as a Jeremy me see the good place, happy birthday. I'm not sure what that means, as a Jeremy me. I've seen I, the good I, place. It's a fantastic show. I don't know what that means.
1: I, that must be a character in season three, because I haven't watched season three That's yet. where
2: I am. I haven't seen season three. Either.
1: Yeah, that must be a character that said, uh, Jeremy me. I'll keep my eyes open for that, and so then I'll get Warchul's joke. Uh, but, by then, the way, that was fun.
0: eight millennium. Yeah, he didn't oh, say years. He eight. She said he was eight. Yeah. Eight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eight thousand years It was years eight old,
2: epochs.
1: Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Hunter, UK, writes in and says, I've got a French bread joke. Oh, God. Some say he's... Oh, oh I, have to do the, I have to do the voice. <clears throat> Some say that he's bidding for baguette ovens for the next French aircraft carrier so that he can help them bring the pain. But otherwise, he's known as Stephen the UK, and he's competing with Shiv for the joke-writer position. So there you go. So bring in the pain, because a baguette maker on an aircraft <laughs> yeah, carrier from yeah, France. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I It's actually it. pretty good. <laughs> it, it's okay. It's, it, there could have been two jokes. There could have been the pains-taking, stealing-windows joke, and then this one. Could have been two weeks worth of some says, but.
0: Uh, And that's why there's portholes on a ship. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I got a name to read. So thanks to Jamie Moran, who supported us since 2014. That's a Patreon shout-out. Shiv promises to mail the patches before he moves in a couple of weeks. Wait, didn't Shiv just move just recently?
1: Well, recently as in two or three years ago. Oh, well. Yeah. I
0: mean- <laughs> I, I, I've lived in my house. I, 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 li- I bought my house in... Uh, 98 and I've lived there since. So you know, 1898. I know I well, yeah. My lord, that's a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's a way. I mean, and this this uh, this uh, congratulatory announcement to Jamie, uh, 2014. We've been doing the show since that long, so there's been time for Shiv to move at least once and now twice. I mean that's a that's a long time. We've been doing the show. We've been doing the show for and- for a while.
0: He should have patches. That guy better have all
1: our gear. Yeah. It, well, oh yeah, no. He may have. He may be a, a Patreon supporter for so long that might have been before we actually had patches. Oh. That, that he we might have just had stickers at that point is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. that's what I'm saying. I mean, he, right. he he may be around so and even if he even if he got patches, Shiv can send him more patches because he's this is that he's five years. He's yeah. five years into this.
0: Now. Yep. Yep. I agree. Not no dissent here.
1: And this week's community questions. Are you taking August 13th and 14th off from work to play Rebel Galaxy Outlaw? Is Alpha 3.6 more stable for you? And otherwise, how was the show? Should we write more checks with our ego that our bodies can't cash? Do you know what a check is? Drop us an email, a tweet, or a comment on our show post, which you can find on our website and look us up on Discord.
0: And that brings us to the end of episode 268 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 269 on July 30th, 2019. So be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at GuardFrequency.com. We'd like to thank the
2: entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry Bean Lowmaster, our artist, Ben Multiverse Problem Sanders,
1: and of course our audio architects, Mikey Lennon and Bill Hardy. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and a special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely when we sing "Happy Birthday" to Jeff. Reduce thrust. Ten, two, three, three, zero, zero, one, five, squawk seven, seven. Recorded on Friday, July 19th and made
2: available for download. <laughs> and this week's streaming services are brought to you by the Henry Internet Initiative. Right, Jeff? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> to i supposed Tony. I'll tell you what, I keep looking at my, my uh, squiggles. Your squiggles. and go You're admiring like they're your squiggles. I got squiggles. good
1: squiggles. And then I try to go back to my word. Squiggle. Henry, you can admire your squiggles on your own time. Ridiculous. After the show's <laughs> over, I expect you to go back and check your <laughs> squiggles, okay? It's <That's> a <laughs> thing. Do you, you want me to go ahead and go here? I'll go ahead. Yeah. I'll go ahead. yeah. Okay. All right. Jeff's waiting, ahead. Tony. Let's go. Okay. All right. Let's go. Do you like what you do? this? is the best like intro good, ever. Good for you. I like what we do. Hey, I, give you, do you, I, I, I like what you do. I give you a big right. round of applause, listener. I like what you do.
2: Okay. Somewhere a kin shadow is laughing at us.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> look at how slow this is. Come on, Google. Keep up.
0: Ah. Oh, I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I work all night and I sleep all day. I
1: cuts g- down trees, ye lunch, she goes to the
0: lavatory. I like to wear women's clothing and hang out in the bars. I wish I were a lady just like me, dear papa. <laughs> hey, Cortana, tell me a joke. What's brown and sticky? A stick.
1: <laughs> oh, she is just a laugh
0: riot, Jeff. I brown know. and sticky is a <laughs> stick. <laughs> I would know if you spelled it right. With a Q? Yes. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Tony. Go talk to Lenin. Hashtag (laughs) Tony is right. Hashtag Johnny. I don't want to hear hear about it. (laughs) Go talk to Lenin. (laughs) Hashtag, 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 hashtag.